This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's keep talking about legal marijuana now and marijuana edibles legal version coming to Canada this fall. So the federal government through Health Canada getting set to bring in regulations around cannabis edibles. That's coming in October. A lot of speculation about what will be allowed and what won't. What about cannabis-infused gummies? Look at this uh, headline in the Globe and Mail. Cannabis gummies unlikely to appear on legal market shelves because of the appeal to children. That's in the rules from Health Canada right now. They will not allow cannabis products that appeal to young persons. Could that mean no gummies for you? They are going to look at various elements of products as they're proposed. Uh, They'll look, when it comes to... uh, cannabis edibles they'll be looking at things like the shape the color the flavor the name the packaging is it going to have cartoon characters on it are the gummies going to be in the shape of the classic gummy bear would that be allowed if it appeals to a young person a health canada official tells the globe and mail no they would not allow that Let's check into this now and talk about it further with my guest, Jody Emery. She is a well-known cannabis rights activist. I'm very pleased to welcome her back. Hi, Jody. Hey, thank you for having me. What, what do you think of this, uh, this interesting kind of fight here about what's going to be allowed and what's not going to be allowed? Cannabis gummies. Should those be legal? Well, it certainly sounds like nanny statism at its finest. Uh, this is unnecessary overregulation with no actual problem that needs to be addressed and it's going to create a whole host of problems the first thing to look at is whether these products are actually hurting children and the answer is no even if some young people do get access to cannabis edibles when they use them they get maybe sick they go to the hospital because it's legal to now seek help if needed and they're fine the next day But when you look at other substances like alcohol, you know, children get access to that. There's no child-proof lids. There's no warning labels. And you can get alcohol slushies and alcohol ice cream and alcohol chocolates and labeled on Snapple and soda pop and all the things that kids drink and consume have alcohol in them too. But we have reasonable regulations. So this overreaction is going to create a lot of problems for the producers of cannabis edibles and the consumers, the responsible adults who use these products. Okay. Is there not, though, a reasonable concern, let's say among parents who might be worried that if you bring out cannabis edibles that look like candy or marketed like candy, that that's not necessarily a good thing for kids? Like just last month, uh, we saw how Uh, There was a product appeared on shelves in California called Stony Patch Kids, and it was made, it was kind of a a bit of a ripoff of Sour Patch Kids, the kind of, you know, the gummies that kids like to eat. So so instead of Sour Patch Kids, it's called Stony Patch Kids. I mean, something like that, that, you know, clearly would appeal to children. Do you think that should be allowed? 
Well, funny enough, uh, back in the day in 2005 and six, I edited an article about a California company that was getting in trouble with the law for copyright infringement, for using the names like Reese's Pieces and similar names to other brands. So these goods have been around for a very long time. And if you talk to the people who actually use edibles, the seniors who use them to sleep and the people who use them for Alzheimer's and seizures and cancer treatment, all of the people using these products prefer it as a gummy or a small edible. So when the government wants reduced dosages, you're going to have to eat 10 packages of gummies just to get the medical dose you need. And that's going to make people sick on sugar and food coloring and all the different additives that go into consumables. So we have to look at whether this is actually a problem for kids. And if it is, and it might be in some cases, we need to talk about responsible parenting. Keep your Mm. stuff locked up and talk to your kids. But we know that children are actually being killed from eating Tide Pods and laundry detergent and all sorts of other products around every household. Cannabis isn't really the problem. This overreaction is just going to create all sorts of issues for the adult consumers. And bear in mind, many children actually use cannabis as medicine for seizures, for Trevette syndrome, for all sorts of ailments. So we have to stop worrying about the kids and cannabis Mm. because cannabis isn't what's hurting them. It's pharmaceutical drugs, alcohol, laundry detergent, and sugary junk food. Okay, and speaking to cannabis activist Jody, Jody Emery, and we're talking about whether gummies, cannabis gummies, will be legalized by the federal government. You know, it's interesting to see a debate over this, Jody, at a time when it's clear that these cannabis gummies are extremely popular. Like, in fact, among cannabis edibles, there's, been, there's lots of evidence that the gummy is number one. Uh, there was a survey done at Canadians by the Deloitte company that asked them what is their most preferred edible format. Number one answer, the gummy, followed by cookies, brownies, and chocolate. But gummy, number one. And in the United States, I mean, aren't they selling millions of these gummies south of the border? Oh, absolutely. And it's being done responsibly with reasonable regulations. I'm not saying let's have a free-for-all and start handing out cannabis-infused gummy bears to the children on the schoolyards. Nobody's asking (laughs) for that, you know? Right? No one's asking for that. But when we look at how these products should be regulated, we need to do it with a responsible frame of mind, not a fear-based hysteria. Because, again, that's creating more problems than actually exist in the first place. And it seems, like you said, people love these products, so the government says you can't have them. That's exactly how the entire legalization program has unfolded. We can't have our craft cannabis. We can't have cannabis lounges. We can't have cannabis culture stores and other stores and dispensaries. We can't have advertising. We can't have jobs and travel rights. So cannabis prohibition 2.0 is really flawed, but that means we need to all pressure our elected officials to make things better and to loosen up the regulations to be reasonable, not over the top, which ends up just costing us all and creating problems and getting everyone scared about the kids when really if we're worried about kids, let's talk about the junk food and sugary 
candy that gets marketed and pushed in their faces every day. And that's an addictive drug that causes harm to young ones. So Mm. we need to worry about the real threat to kids and the fact that they're even on pharmaceutical drugs and antipsychotics and antidepressants. This is going up by 30% the prescribing to young people of drugs. So again, let's be reasonable and remember that cannabis is actually medicine for many children who are suffering. So let's make sure everybody who needs and wants access for responsible use has the access they need and deserve. Okay. Okay, Jody, the the government has said they they are going to legalize edibles, so that's that's happening, but I guess what we're we need to see is the nitty-gritty regulations and that's coming in October. Do you think would you have any concerns if the government turned around and said, "Okay, we'll let you sell gummies, but uh the gummy cannot be in the shape of a a cartoon character or something. It cannot be bright rainbow colors of blues and orange and yellow it has to be like gray and it can't have any flavor like tutti fruity or watermelon it's just got to be kind of some neutral tasteless kind of gray blob would that be okay (laughs) i don't know let's say they do the exact same thing to all alcohol and then we're even. But, in you know, alcohol actually hurts and kills people every day, and cannabis does not. Cannabis is safer than alcohol. So, again, we, we shouldn't be putting in crazy regulations about colors and shapes. Obviously, you can't have cannabis edibles in a package with Dora the Explorer on it that says for ages <laughs> zero to five. You know, that's yeah. outrageous. Nobody wants that. But we need to be yeah. reasonable about these regulations. And okay. I don't know, there's also an election right after those regulations yeah. are supposed to come into force. So let's call on every party to give people reasonable regulations and stop treating adults like infantile children that need to be watched over when it comes to cannabis but everything else is a (laughs) free-for-all jody emery is my guest scott and langley yeah good morning mike how are you happy monday listen uh you know what i'm with jody on this uh she makes absolutely logical sense she really does i mean like she said zero to five you know for a package of these things age-wise is not going to be there i mean anybody with half an ounce of sense can understand that you know mike if if we've legalized i say to everybody if we've legalized the use of cannabis what difference does it make how you take it in you know, whether you yeah. smoke it, eat it, drink it, whatever the case may be, I have in the past used, uh, it's, it's a little vial of oil, it's, it's cannabis oil that screws into it, a little electric device, that's, it's no bigger than a fountain pen. And this thing is very convenient, it bothers no one, and this place that manufactures okay. these things was just recently raided, so that's no oh. longer available. Oh. Oh. You know? But anyway, does it matter? Does it okay. really matter how you sell this stuff? Scott, thank public? you for the call. Thank okay. you for the call, man. Thank you for the call. I think you got your point across there very well. Jason in Aldergrove, hi. How you doing? Good. What do you think? Yeah, so I don't have a problem how they market it or bring it out. My problem is, you know, if you can't even go out and buy menthol cigarettes because it caters to children, they say, then why should oh. we be any different? Yeah, right. I mean, if you can have flavored tobacco, do they sell that, Jody? Like, can you sell flavored tobacco? 
it's illegal well, the now. Government cracked, the government cracked down on that, and they have removed it. But let's remember that tobacco causes lung cancer and kills people every day, and cannabis doesn't. But again, you should be free to use it if you want to and to have harm reduction options available. But the government well, trying to eliminate it makes it worse. Well, I guess the caller's point is if they, if they outlawed menthol cigarettes, why should flavored pot be allowed? Well, I think the government shouldn't outlaw menthol cigarettes. I think that's hmm. a bizarre law, but Canada is a nation of overregulation. We like to make a lot of laws to make a lot of work for a lot of bureaucrats at a lot of cost to taxpayers. So I think this is another one of those making a lot of rules to make a lot of work okay. scenarios. Steve in a Maple Ridge, hi. Good afternoon. Uh, I have to agree with Jody. Uh, if we're If kids are mistaking gummy bears... For, you know, marijuana, uh, cannabis, gunny bears. What else are they mistaking? I just bought some bleach tablets that go in my toilet. They look like lifesavers. So do we outlaw those as well? I know it sounds silly, but I think that's the whole point. The overregulation of something that's illegal yeah. is silly. Yeah. Have a okay. Good day. Thanks for the call. Margaret and Langley, hi. Yes, hello, Mike. Good day. Uh, I want to say that with growing children, they say now they've proven that uh, the brain does not stop developing till age 25, which actually shocks me because you had a whole bunch of children by that age. Um, but anyway, the developing brains of a child and teenager, and why in the shape of a gummy bear? This smacks of collusion and stupidity. These men, they don't care a toss. They're just out to deal the stuff. Some of them are selling it, and it is a dangerous drug. In the UK, it comes under the Dangerous Drug Act, and if you're caught dealing it over there, it can be an unlimited fine and in the slammer for up to 15 years. So it's too slack here. Everything's too liberal here. And these men, they can go to the playgrounds. It happened in England. My girlfriend got a letter from the school. They were luring 10-year-olds or so, and they sent a letter home with the child, luring them and giving them these things covered with candy, but underneath it's a drug. Margaret, thank you for the call. Well, we're certainly not going to turn back the clock to making marijuana illegal again, throwing people in the slammer for it. But what about her point, Jody, about why should you have a, a gummy in the shape of a gummy bear? Couldn't you have it a more neutral shape so it's not in the shape oh, of a candy? Sure. Yeah. yeah, certainly. You could make them shaped like wine gums. And wine gums, of course, are named after alcohol, and they're candy sold to children. <laughs> so, uh, we, again, let's be reasonable about the actual harm being posed. And, and quite frankly, th- the idea of people going to playgrounds and selling weed candies to children yeah, is yeah. its an old tale that we've heard many, many times, but hasn't really played out quite in reality. And, again, if it does happen on the rare occasion that it does, it pales in comparison to all the real threats to our children's safety. Let's go to Robin in Vancouver. Hi, Robin. Yeah, well, as long as they don't they don't sell marijuana products to kids, you know, and underage kids, uh, I would, you know, they they can sell all this marijuana candy or whatever it is to adults, but not kids. Well, yeah, I mean, if you thanks for the call. I mean, if you can sell the gummies in a secure package, and then like. You said earlier, Jody, I mean, it gets down to kind of some parental common sense as well. I mean, if you got these gummy products at your home, you just keep them somewhere where your, your kids, obviously, you're not going to find them. Denise in Vancouver, hi. Yeah, I'm on Team Jody here. Um, I can go to a, a liquor store and consume creamsicle-flavored vodkas. I can get a box of chocolate liqueurs. I can come home and make jello shots. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I think we need to parent our children and make sure that they don't have access to our alcohol or our cannabis. But this is just overkill on the government's regulate, regulatory policies. You know, give us the freedom mm-hmm. to consume it how we want. Let us parent our kids. But to say we can't have a cannabis gummy is just ridiculous. Well, then you better outlaw the chocolate liqueurs because I sure saw mm. those passed around many Christmases when I was growing up. <laughs> okay, Denise, thank you for the call. I'll squeeze in one more. Victor and Burnaby, hi. Hi there. Uh, yeah, for um, we've got jurisdictions in the states, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, that have been doing this for years, marijuana in all kinds of different forms. Right. Jody, maybe maybe it would be good, Jody, for you and your resources to find out what the actual statistics are of what's going on down there, whether it do harm or good. Look at the tax incentives that uh, have all been. I got. I got to say goodbye. To, I got to say goodbye yeah, to you because we're up. We're up against the clock. But they're selling a ton of gummies down in those states that you just mentioned. Uh, Jody, thank you for coming on today. Of course, anytime. Thanks for the chance to talk. You bet. I appreciate it. Jody Emery, she is a cannabis rights activist. You didn't get through on the open line, phone the buzz line. Leave me a voicemail there, 604-331-BUZZ, 604-331-2899.